Hello, welcome to the show. It's episode 25. Oh my gosh. Can you believe Man it? Man alive, it's 25. Uh, still alive at 25. Um, I'm here with Dave. How are you doing? Not bad. Nearly Christmas. You you might actually get a chance to watch some snooker this week. Yeah, I'm off work. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been suspended. No, I haven't. I've just taken holidays. Did you know that the UK's was on when you booked it off? Or no. Did you find out afterwards? I found out later. Deep joy. Deep joy. Pure elation. You probably won't get a chance to watch any, will you? No, no <laughs> yeah, I've not watched any of it yet. Um, but, but evenings are good. I can watch the evening sessions. Yes. Which I could have watched anyway if I'd been at work. So. JV's back in the box. Oh, wow. This is pretty cool. Uh, what was I going to talk about? Oh, yeah. I want to go straight into a clip that I found on YouTube. Okay. Because I think it might make you laugh. Um, it's like a local news broadcast, like a feature, and it's about like an initiative to get old people to play snooker. Okay. So they go to this like snooker club and set yeah. up some games, and uh, what made me laugh is like the little... I swear, they're the, the demographic you really need to target to keep snooker alive. I know, like, yeah. Old people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe it's like to keep them active and stuff. Yeah. But um, so they set up a few games, and what made me laugh was like they do a post-match interview with one of the old ladies, <laughs> which doesn't go a clue what's going yeah. on. Have a listen. Gary Cottrell reports. It was a sporting day out for 11 members of the Open Hands Church Community Care Group in Gorton. The ladies, all between 60 and 80 years old, travelled to Bellevue to learn how to play snooker. It was to be a snooker session with a difference under the watchful eye of some well-known masters of the game and professional coach Kevin King. And I'll give it a nice steady push through. Go on, go on, yeah. Unlucky. One hour into the first lesson, and by now, most have stopped calling the cue a stick. I, uh, I don't think I'll be ever much of a stick. Why not? Too old now. Oh, it's never too late to start, is it? Well, that's what you say, yes. So are you enjoying it anyway? Yes, I am enjoying it, Have yes. you learned anything yes. yet? Well, I'm trying. I potted. Have you? I potted a, a, a white... What have I potted? A black. What's the other? Two reds. Two reds and a black. And I can't reach, so I'm using the rest more than I like to. Oh, well, that's cheating. Well, I can't reach. I'd have to climb up and get right on the table. <laughs> I potted. <laughs> I potted a uh, white. I potted. <laughs> potted a white. Uh, I like it when the coach goes, um, right, just bring the cue so nice and smooth. <laughs> Should I do it now? <laughs> yes. I potted. Should I do it now? Patted a wide. Oh, old ladies, dear old ladies. My nan was really into snooker. Like, I reckon it was what, like playing or watching. Just watching. Yeah. I reckon it was like one of her top five favorite things to do. Possibly in the top five or six. Um, what about was your grand? No, no, not not into snooker. She used to like wrestling. Did she? Was it in the top five? WWE. Um, no, you know, like old wrestling back in the uh, day, yeah, like giant stacks and all that. I my, mean, I, it was on before our time. But my nan's favourite things were snooker, smoking, charity shops. These are basically my favourite things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marks and Spencers. That gene and hand cream. <laughs> These aren't just any facts. Do you reckon you could These name your nan? Spencers facts. Um, no, I've never. I, I don't really like to categorise things like top five. If I had to say now, my grandma's top five probably. Uh, she likes rugby league. Um, chatting. Chatting. <laughs> yeah, she likes it's a good chatting. thing to do. She likes it. Um, custard. She likes <laughs> custard. It's not really a hobby. She does like it though. 
Yeah. I've got, I've got three. That's good, that's good. Do you know when on that clip where she goes, a putted away? A putted away. That really reminds me of my nan. Yeah. Like when she was in a nursing home. Mm. And she'd, her mind had gone. Yeah. She didn't really know what was going on. But my mum would still go over and she'd tell, tell her about what had been going on in the family and stuff. And uh, my brother had been travelling and he'd been to India. And he visited a plastics factory. And uh, he thought it was an amazing idea to like ship like thousands of bongs back to the UK so he could sell them when he got home. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, so my mum and dad had like thousands of bongs in the house. And, uh, so my mum was just telling me, Nan, Nan didn't know what was going on. So yeah. she's like, oh, Alistair's like sent loads of bongs over. And my Nan was like, oh, has he? Has he? Um, can I have one? And my mum went, what? I went, has he got a white one? And my mum went, why do you want one? She went, I want to wear it. <laughs> so, yeah. Wearable bongs. Like, Maybe that is a, a sideline now. I mean, like, I don't think loads of shitty plastic bong, it's bongs. It's like flavour flavoured. Yeah. It's big bong on a chain. Mm-hmm. Bong. Biggity big. If you want to hear more about my nan, you can buy my mum's autobiography. Available now at oh, Amazon.com. It's called Chan- Chance Encounters by Pamela Maudsley. I've read some of it. Yeah. Did you get your free bong? <laughs> Didn't get the free bong, but I haven't filled in the... <laughs> the terrible the we got a garage full of bongs and books. Yeah. Every time we sell a book, we sell a bong. <laughs> <laughs> bong. New we sold another book. <laughs> <laughs> very uh, good. Yeah, I think it's great that your mum's written a book. I think you should be very proud of that. Yeah, it's good. Occasionally, like she's, she has got them on Amazon mm. as like hard copies. She hasn't sold any, but occasionally she'll get like a royalty when someone's bought the ebook. Yeah, and she just get like one pound fifty. And she's like, great, sweet, top up a pension, save all them up, top up your pension, get some sweets. My nan, my granddad only had one eye. Oh, he had a glass eye. How did he see? Terrible. Just <laughs> in two dimensions. <laughs> um, so he had a glass. He had a glass eye, and my yeah. nan used to say to him, yeah. "If I was the only girl in the world, you'd still be the one I'd get." Oh, it's clever, <laughs> isn't it? Very good. Very good. See where you get your humour from. Aye. What was her friend at school called? Ophelia Dickey. Ophelia Dickey. <laughs> Apparently, it's very good. So she claimed that may be apocryphal. <laughs> Um, I have actually been watching quite a bit of snooker in the new season. Oh, yeah. Got quite into it this season. With the rise of Judd Trump, he's taking it to another level. He, yeah. I saw, was it Champion of Champions? Yeah. And, won that. It, and the Irish Open. Irish Open won that. Um, I think, do you think it's riling Ronnie a bit getting knocked off his perch? Because at the, at the Irish Open, Ronnie was like really speeding up and he's taking on all these mad pots. It wasn't really working. Mm. And then obviously he got beat in the final by Judd Trump again. Mm. Do you reckon it's like, Probably. Bruising his ego a bit. Maybe. Maybe a bit, yeah. Oh, I know I was going to play for you. Have you yeah. ever wondered what Robbo does to relax on tour? Warhammer! Well, yeah, Warhammer, but... And not on tour, you can't take all his... Well, maybe he can. But listen, these are the few of the things he does to sort of chill when he's mm. on tour. And I'd be surprised. Um, tournaments, Warhammer tournaments that are streamed. And, uh, yeah, sometimes paint... Um, and uh, you know, write lists, read read the history of, of, of the universe and everything like that. <laughs> Hang on, 
There's a couple of things in there. <laughs> Read the history of the universe and it's everything big, like that. That's a big book. It's a big book. But also he's got write lists. Yeah, write lists. Write lists. Shopping lists. It also sounds like he said soda streams. Soda streams. Painting. But can we, can we listen to it again? It sounds like he says Warhammer tournaments and then soda streams. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, tournaments, Warhammer tournaments, soda streams, and uh, yeah, sometimes paint. Um, soda and, streams. Uh, you know, write lists, read read the history of, of, of the universe and everything like that. Who's writing the history of the universe? Me. Me, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think's on his list? List item number one. Complete the history of the universe. Number two, prepare the soda streams. Number three, <laughs> prepare the soda. practice snooker. Number four, paint some Warhammer wizards. Wizards. Number five, make new list. I'm trying to get through the bloody history of the universe. I've got to make another list. I'm doing some painting. I've got a lot on. Fizz up me juice. Fizz up me juice. Fizz up your paints, mate. <laughs> How do you get such nice watercolours, mate? I'll fizz up my paints. I've got the soda streams, I'll fizz up the paint. <laughs> um, I think we should do some vlogging spot. Vlogging spot. <laughs> it's a vlogging spot. Um, should make a jingle for it. You hate vlogging in all its forms, don't you? Most of its forms, yeah. Like the whole. I just hate the modern world. Really. <laughs> yeah. All the trappings of it. Yes. I hate podcasts as well. <laughs> yeah, I make you do this. Yeah. Podcasts are good. Yeah, he's a good. He's it's a good. Podcasts are less sort of self-promotional. Yeah, they? I think vlogs are very like subscribe. Thumbs yeah, I think up. the difference is if we just did a podcast where. We just talked about what I've done today. Yeah. And then we're like, hello there, where are YouTubes? <laughs> YouTubes. Don't like us. Don't like us. We don't care. <laughs> Subscribe, like, follow us on here on YouTube. Up your arse. <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, I don't like vlogging. Vlogging. But I recognise that it gives us some cracky material. <laughs> Well, this guy we used on the past two episodes, the same guy. Oh, yeah. You know, the one who was, like, having a go at Snooker 19 Snooker game? Snooker 19. For all the glitches. Anyway, he's been playing FIFA online, oh. and he's lost a match, and he's absolutely livid. Not at himself, not at the opponent, but at the developers of the game, EA Sports. He's oh. so really unhappy. Okay. Take a listen to this. Oh, can I just say before I play it, there's some very offensive language in it, so anyone of a nervous disposition, maybe skip this bit. Here we go. EA, fuck off. Fuck you. I am absolutely fucking fuming. Furious isn't the word. Why do we play this game? I have no idea. We shouldn't play the game. It's a pile of shit. Basically, we spend £50 a year every year just to be shafted. Shafted. Best player loses. Best player loses. Best player loses. I've literally just had my biggest rage of FIFA 19. Smashed my table, smashed a glass. Literally went absolutely berserk for no reason. I just snapped. It's just beyond belief. I was 2 0 up, absolutely cruise control. We get to the 70th minute, they flick their switch. Never ever tell me this game's not rigged or bullshit. It's an absolute fucking disgrace, and you know it, EA. 
extra time, extra time comes and then he, he scores in extra time, I fucking... The problem was I was so angry that he even got extra time that I've been having issues with my control. I mean, I've got a white controller, but he keeps assigning me to the black controller, which is fucked, so I have to play with a black controller. I'm fucking so angry. I've never been so pissed off. I can't remember the last time I was so pissed off. Literally smashed a table, broke a glass, probably £20 worth of damage as well. Fucking brilliant, EA. Well done for shafting me once again, you dicks up my ass. And I'm no bender, but you are fucking benders. You're a shit house and a pile of wankers. It's just a rig ass shit, you know you're losing. And even if you score, you know you're losing on penalties. Fucking bullshit. So fucking angry. That was a fucking bullshit rigged ass cunt. <laughs> oh my god. That was like a beautiful monologue. <laughs> Take that on a one man shit. Oh god. Uh, although, in all seriousness, I to think he's not well. <laughs> he said I've got problems with my control. Yeah. Was... He meant his controller. <laughs> it's I've a fucking. I'm having some problems with my control. <laughs> so that's who's the other controller. <laughs> It's funny though. That is funny. It's a rigged ass cunt. It's a no mask rigged ass cunt. What have we got? It's a great start. It is. Fuck you, EA. EA, fuck off. You've been shafted. EA, fuck off. You've been shafted. It's funny because EA is what a Yorkshire people might say. EA. Fuck off. Fucking rigged ass cunt, you old dicks up my ass. <laughs> it's just a rig ass shit, you know you're losing. And even if you score, you know you're losing on penalties. It's fucking bullshit. So fucking angry. That was a fucking bullshit rigged ass cunt. <laughs> it makes it sound like it's being delivered from a pulpit in a, a cavernous cathedral. Yeah. Let's go put some reverb on my voice. Yeah, well done. Come on. Dearly beloved, we pay £50 every year to be shafted. Shafted. They flip their switch. You're a rig ass cunt. Bullshit, riggers. Shafted. Extra time comes, extra time comes in this girl. You know you're losing. Losing. I've been summoned oh, for jury duty. Have you? Amazing. Yeah. On the 27th of uh, January. Oh, what kind of a case is it? Well, I don't know. You don't know, do you? And how long, you didn't say how long. It's Two long. weeks. Oh, are you pleased, though? Well, it's like the Skyver's dream, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Skyver's jackpot. That's um, pretty cool. Do yeah. You, I've, I've wanted to do it for years. It just depends how... What, but now like, I'm nervous, because I'm nervous yeah, I'm going to yeah. get some sort of like gangster trial where they're going to come after come after me as a jury. Depends what the hours are, because you get home at like four, don't you? Yeah, I think it's I think it's more likely to be nine to five. Which is not great. It's not as good for me. And it's two weeks and people that I know done done jury duty yeah. jury service yeah. say that like it's not that interesting. Mm. And because I think the way it works is you go you're there for two weeks and you're just in like a pool of jurors. Yeah, They've yeah. got a pool, so you have to take me trucks. <laughs> um you're in a pool and um 
they just say to you like yeah, yeah. Right, today you're on this jury and it could be a case that lasts a long time or it could just be some petty theft like a nana's robbed a banana the, fu- the only problem is it, down. it is a skyver's dream but you're not allowed a phone or an iPod or like you're not allowed yeah. to take anything in you so just take a it could book. be quite boring but, you mean, can take a book well, I can't send messages on a book, can I? So, no, wait, were you supposed to be concentrating? Oh, right, not into the court. No, but yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to do is I'm going to take some of those glasses with eyes painted on them, just fall asleep. Yeah. Um, no, but there's going to be time when you apparently you spend a lot of time just waiting around. I've got a room where you just sit off in. Oh, right, okay. Uh, because you turn up at nine, and then the court case probably won't start till like yeah, yeah. whatever time in the morning. Okay. So you just sit off there until they tell you to go in. Cool. Um, That's pretty cool. Um, snooker wife. Yes. She uh, for many many years she's wanted a bop it. Oh, know, bop I had a bop it. Yeah. I love them. They are good. Well, snooker wife has wanted one for many years. You bought one for Christmas. No. Oh. Uh, we were in a charity shop. She saw a bop it. She saw a bop it. She pounced three pounds. Bargain. I've never seen her so happy. Is she? Yeah. So has she been annoying you with it? She's been playing it quite a bit. Yeah. It's good for your reactions. It's good for your rhythm. <laughs> Be like a panther, like a ninja panther. But this bop it is like a it's, a, it's a newer one because it gets it. you to do actions. Oh, you like have to that. like so, you, so as well as doing like the crack physical it, things it. on it. Crack it, pop it, poop it, whip it, <laughs> stick it, <laughs> whip it, stick it, whip it and stick it. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I've never seen her so happy when she saw that bop it. She was like, <gasps> her face was all alike. Are they expensive normally? I don't know. It was three quid in the chat, so it works fine. That's boss. Come round if you want. Is, you get to a certain level, you just get faster and faster. Just gets faster. Yeah, yeah. So you High can't score. beat her on it. High score. You can beat her with it. <laughs> beat her with it, yeah. Um, when did you stop beating your wife with a boppet? Um, Maybe that's that court case you got to attend. Yeah. Beaten to death with a boppet. Beaten to death with her own boppet. <laughs> <laughs> this poor woman has been beaten to death with her own boppet. Venue vitriol. If you can come down to the crucible and watch snooker, you will feel so prolonged. And you can say, I was there, I did, and I don't even like snooker. Okay, it's venue vitriol. Oh. Uh, where did we go last episode? Oh, we're still in that. No, we went to Amsterdam, the sex museum. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I've got one. God. I've got one little tidbit from the Sex Museum. Um, it's <laughs> appropriately named. We might have done this on the last episode, but I'll just read it out again. Yeah. And then I've got uh, one from like an Amsterdam hostel, and then I've got one from Greece. Greece. But I'm running out of these. Well, the internet's getting cleaned up. Well, no, it's just I haven't got the time to be yeah. like sifting through TripAdvisor. So I was just thinking, like, if the listeners want to get involved. Um, find any good, yeah, review, bad reviews. Little guide of how to in. get good ones to go on TripAdvisor. Look for sort of say like an attraction or a restaurant in usually better in like a foreign country, and then make sure you've got like all languages selected. Go to the reviews and then go to terrible, terrible reviews, <laughs> and uh, just sift through them. And usually like the foreign ones sift like, through them. They're not going to do this for us. Not well, do someone them, like. might do it. And then yeah. usually the foreign ones are quite funny that have been translated. But just look for like spell mistakes, funny little phrases. I mean, you have to be, you have to have quite a high. Um, 
functioning brain. No, what's the word? Uh, quality threshold. Threshold, because like, you know, there's hundreds that should just like, yeah, bog standard reviews. Basically, if you see a you funny can... review and you want to send it in, send it in. Yeah, this is the email snooker podcast. You don't need to do a lot of work. Snookerpodcast at gmail dot com. Just copy and paste them into an email. That would really help. Anyway, do you want to do that bottom one? That's the uh, sex museum. I believe you're trying to. Subcontract us how to listen. Well, they're getting it for free, aren't they? They're not going to bloody do it. Getting it for free. <laughs> the Amsterdam Sex Museum. What accent are you going to do? I return to this museum convinced by the permanent affluence with the secret hope to discover the history of sexuality over the centuries. A few rare showcases show some wooden or bone dildos <laughs> and some rusty chastity belts. <laughs> bone dildos? Did we do that one last episode? No, I don't think so. Okay. At a turn to the museum, convinced by the permanent affluence with a secret hope to discover the history of sexuality over the centuries, a few rare showcases show some wooden or bone dildos and some rusty chastity belts. <laughs> rusty chastity belts. A few rare showcases show some wooden or bone dildos and some rusty chastity belts. Are they wooden or bone? Is that dildo wooden or bone, Sharon? Oh, it's it's bone. Definitely bone. I recognise a bone when I see one. (laughs) I recognise a bone dildo. Oh, I know the taste of a bone dildo. (laughs) Sharon, is that a... Sharon, come over here. Is that dildo wooden or bone? Ooh, I should say that one's bone. (laughs) Sharon. (laughs) Sharon. Sharon. Sharon, look at this display. Can you tell me, Sharon, is that dildo wooden or bone? Wooden or bone? (laughs) Wooden or bone? Sharon, in your expert opinion... Is it bone? Is it bone or is it wooden dildo? Tune in next week to find out. (laughs) As we play... Bone or wooden dildo? Bone or wooden dildo? (laughs) As we play dildo, wooden or bone? (laughs) I'm going to gamble. She's going to (laughs) gamble. You going for dildo, wooden or bone? (laughs) Robert. Talking about game shows, do you remember I was going to do a little feature of what I could have won? Let's see what I could have won. Asking for things. Oh, yeah. Did you ever do that? I asked, well, this episode, or this week, (laughs) I thought, I play this game on my phone called Snooker. 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 Snooker, Snooker, Snooker. It's a good name. Snooker Stars. Snooker, Snooker, Snooker. Snooker, Snooker, Snooker. Hey, Snooker, Snooker, Snooker. Play it on your phone. It's a really good game. It's a really good game. Um, and you get this like um, virtual money if you win. Yeah, right, if you yeah. win a match, you get virtual money. You can enter better tournaments. So I'm laughing. Um, and I thought, well, if we did a little feature on the game because it is great. Will they give you some more virtual? I want money? some virtual money. Well, I want some fucking real money. So I emailed them and uh, I didn't even get a reply. So uh, I can't even get virtual stuff. 
let alone phys- don't be, physical don't be goods. Don't people to give us virtual money. I'm not interested. No, I, re- I really wanted it. Well, I don't care. It's not good for I'm you. I'm not going to bloody promote it for you. <laughs> to help you get up to the next level on some stupid game or snooker, snooker, snooker. Oh, well, I, you know. I want cash. I'll ask for something better for the next Cold, episode. hard cash. Any businesses listen if they want to sponsor the podcast? We went to the UK Championship <laughs> on the back of this podcast. Well, to be fair, like I've asked for quite a lot of stuff. And that was like a really good thing we got. Yeah. Like amazing, probably the best thing we could, we could expect. Get we could get that again, probably. We could probably get that again. We just need. We haven't got the time. The bloody time, mate. Have we? No. Snooker, snooker, snooker. Snook. Play it on your phone. Can you do another menu vitriol? <laughs> Slip picking, darling. Think of a new accent. It's <laughs> hard. It must be something you can do. Hey, buddy! <laughs> That's good. <laughs> there are beds that do not have a lamp in the room, which is a nuisance for the one who touches the dark bed. The breakfast is Jack Horse and King. Juice, coffee, turkey, cheese, bread, and jam. It does not have more variety, and it is necessary to follow a strict order at the time picking up the ingredients and glasses. It should be noticed that the companions who touched us in the room were pigs. However, the hostel is not to blame in that regard. In that regard, (laughs) I returned to this museum convinced by the poignant affluence of the secret home to discover the history of sexuality over the centuries. A few where showcases show some wooden or bone dildos and some rusty chastity belts. Have we got any correspondence? Yeah, we have some correspondence. It's nice to get a lovely letter from Robbie. And uh, we'd like to read it out. Yeah. It's really, really nice. Robbie Hard! What did we used to do? We used to read them out in like a, you know, a West Country accent. Huh? We used to read them out in a West Country accent, didn't we? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. All right, yeah, Ben and Steve. <laughs> Enjoying the show, particularly the banter, the impressions, the music, and the production. Well, that's the entire show. There's no other other bits in it. Yes. I thought you might be interested to know how I found your podcast. As an expat living in Canada, I'm a fan of listening to some funny British podcasts generally, and I came across Graham Norton's. I scrolled through and saw that he had had Stephen Hendry on. Hendry is a little older than me, and as I'm originally from Fife... I idolised him growing up. My dad used to play and it was one of the activities we bonded over. We play for two to three hours at a time. On the weekends mainly when I was home from school or the army. My, when my dad died and I moved to Canada, my interest in the sport dropped. So when I stumbled on Henry's interview with Norton, I immediately bought the audiobooks of his autobiography. I lapped it up and it relit my interest in the sport. So, I was wondering a couple of things. What are your top three to five snooker biographies or autobiographies? Secondly, as I'd like to pick snooker up again as there's a club up the road for me here in Toronto, what are your five to ten top snooker cube brands for someone wanting to spend around 100 GBP? Five five to ten cube brands. 
Your podcast now resides in my favourites alongside WTF and the Joe Rogan experience. Cheers, Robbie. It's funny that he's asked us to our top five to ten Cubans. It's, it's, it's yeah, three to five biographies and five to ten Cubans. I mean, asking us to pick a cue for you is like asking, I don't know what, someone to, it's like asking John Vero to pick your wife a bra. <laughs> Like For the record, don't ask John Williams to pick your wife a bra. Like asking John McCray to pick your wife a bra. Boobie! <laughs> one for the boobie. <laughs> What's a big for boobie? A big one for the boobie. Keep her in her place. Um, um, although I have read quite a lot of snooker autobiographies. Well, I've never read any, so I can't give any insight. I'd say most of them are rubbish. Okay. Because they're just too snooker heavy. <laughs> But, what if you like snooker? Well, yeah. I mean, there are some good ones. John Virgo's is, is What's good. What's Dennis Taylor's one called? Uh, in the frame or something. In the frame. John Virgo's is good. Like it's quite interesting about like yeah. sort of the history of Manchester and the rise of snooker. I like the bit in Dennis Taylor's one where he says, "I saw something that I thought that looks interesting," <laughs> and it was. <laughs> it was. Uh, Ronnie Sullivan's running is quite good because it's more about like mental health struggles. Yeah. And there's one by Stuart Petman, which is like what it's like to be on tour. It's like a sort of low-ranked player. That's quite good. But I'd say those three. Okay, there's three. Right, I can't now, name any cues. No, I five snooker cue brands. <laughs> John Paris. John Paris. I don't think it matters. Like, your cue does not matter. As long as it's straight. Yeah. Like, just... It's more about practicing, isn't it? Well, I suppose you've got to figure out, do you want a one-piece or a two-piece, basically? Do you remember when I walked into Riley's and there was a seven-piece? Yeah. <laughs> the rest was history. <laughs> seven-piece telescope. Well, it wasn't seven, it was like five. Yeah, five-piece, It was yeah. still quite amusing. It was, I. Maybe they were counting, like, the Riley's must make a cue. The feral. <laughs> <laughs> the butt. The yeah, I don't know. Uh, is my sticker cue still in your car? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> You've sold that car. Yeah. You sold my cue with it. Free sneaky cue. You've still got my. It must be in a garage. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's time for the competition. So, it's time for the Connor Langdown Memorial Competition. Connor Langdown! Uh, see if you can guess who this is. This. That doesn't sound right. This. Chinese snooker form again. Oh yeah, and the one guy had a problem with his beard. You know, as you push the cue through. Ah, getting caught. That's what I'm guessing anyway. I'm listening to this. Help stickers. I'm guessing that's like leaders. I have a chin on my chin. Posters probably. Yeah, yeah. I have a chin on my chin. Mm. Shaving every day. Double chin. <laughs> <laughs> I have a chin on my chin. Shaving every day. The slag is very fawny, and the touch is similar to the 500 mesh sandpaper. The chin is just on the sword. Sword. The texture of the sword is soft, the texture is polished, and the club is damaged. How do I protect it? Thank you. <laughs> do you know what that means? 
Good. Also, they were complaining that like the British media are like slagging Ding off him because he's had a bad run of form. Yeah. And this other post says, um, uh, the subtitle used by the British press is Ding Dung. We can understand this is for the grammar and for the visual aspects of dance and ink. Ding naturally refers to Ding Junhui, and the word dung is in English means excretion feces. You must translate this subtitle. It is more moderate. The version is Ding Garbage, which is very serious criticism from any angle. <laughs> so that was quite amusing. It's all very deep, isn't it? People also, are thinking very deeply about this type of thing. Also, another poster like listed his favourite players, and yeah. someone underneath it said, all your players are spicy chickens. <laughs> <laughs> All your players are spicy chicken. Uh, we went to the cinema yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday morning. You know that new Everman cinema? The one in the Mezzi Vito? No, oh, no, no, no. The new one in town in the Mecca, oh, yeah, yeah. like the posh one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. We went there because they, on, on Sunday mornings and Tuesday mornings they feel like baby cinema. Um, so you can go with your babies. Yeah. But they just show like a normal film. It's not like a kid's film. Oh, right, okay. Um, but you don't annoy people. Cause no, because everyone takes the babies. But like, I thought that um, our snooker baby wouldn't be into it and would just like wriggle and just yeah, want to yeah. be out there. But um, because it's like a big dark room with just a massive screen you sit them in front of it and they're just like transfixed by it that's cool um, the film we went to see was rubbish it was that last Christmas yeah right are you ever going to watch it no right well I'll tell you what happens then okay For all the listeners I'm going to tell you what happens so basically the film was called Last Christmas yeah. and it's all the music in it is George Michael music but oh. literally the plot of the film is lifted from the the lyrics of Last Christmas but in a very literal way so Gave you my heart. I gave you my heart. Literally, heart the plot, Yeah. Oh god. Literally, there's, there's, <laughs> like this woman falls in love with someone, but then it's a classic thing of like Sixth Sense, where no, he never talks to anyone else, and he's like really elusive. And then he's the person she had to have a heart transplant last Christmas, and he get he got hit by a car, so she got his heart. Who thought that was a good idea? Oh, honestly. <laughs> It's one of the worst films I've ever seen. Oh, no. We only went because we we didn't want to see that film. It was just like, that's what's on, so we'll go and do yeah. that. So it was good. I don't think I'll be doing but that. Our snooker baby did two shits during oh. that film. I think that was a review. Did you? <laughs> two shits, The <laughs> two Guardian. Shits. <laughs> Wouldn't give two shits. Two shits. Um, did you hear about John Higgins? No. It was in the news. What happened? Um... He got drunk in Ireland in Belfast, and like someone put him in a cab. Yeah, and um, he just was like pissed in the cab and started singing, and then wouldn't pay the fare. I've got a little snippet of the article. Um, you know, I've got that text to speech thing on my uh, yeah. laptop, so you can have a little listen to what the taxi driver had to say. James said his mate was Scottish too, and he told me to keep an eye on John and make sure he was safe. I knew who he was, and I was happy to help. Pictures have emerged of this god asleep in the back of the cab, with taxi driver Crawford claiming he started singing up the Celts. Up the Celts. He was being really loud, so I told him not to sing in the cab. He stopped straight away, and I thought that was easier than I expected it to be, but when I when I turned around, he was out of it. 
Cappy Crawford claims he tried to wake Higgins at his hotel before the night turned into chaos. He said, I told him we'd arrived at his hotel and that the fair was a fiver, but he just turned around and said, You regetting focal from me. <laughs> focal? That's not very nice, is it? Yeah. He's gone down in my estimations. Not that he was very high. Not very high. He's bottomed out. I think um, you're getting fuck all from me. We've got a little clip of what he was singing as well, as well as up the Celts. Up the he's Celts. singing. My name is John Higgins. I must be always on the pot balls with my man Jack Bond. Bondeldo. <laughs> It's a bone dildo! What did you just check it? I want a gadget on my bone dildo, eh? That's <laughs> five quid to get in. Hey, yeah, well, it's a bad bad.